0: You're tuned in to Atlanta Fringe Audio, the podcasting network of the Atlanta Fringe Festival. Welcome, dear listeners, to this episode of Speak Up, a special podcast series presented by Scranton Fringe, The Black Scranton Project, and Park Multimedia. Special thanks to Lackawanna County for their support. All episodes of Speak Up star and are made by a team of students from across Northeast Pennsylvania. This is Talking Tunes and today we are talking about analog versus digital. We are not talking about the technical aspects of this, but much more about the media and consumption, which is better. Is there even one that's better? Today we're going to discuss a few topics related to today's technological age, like photography, sound, film, entertainment, and gaming. What is analog media? What is digital media? Which do you prefer? Um, I'm joined with our co-hosts, Sean, Ray, and Aaron. who will be putting these topics up against each other to debate which stands the test of time. For me, like Erica Badu, I'm an analog girl in the digital world. What side are you on? But today, we're letting the youth weigh in. This is Talking Tunes, and I'm Glenna Johns. <laughs> so let's get into it. So one of our topics, I guess, is um, iPhone versus Polaroid. And we're kind of thinking about which media is better. And we have Ray here who wants to dive in a little bit on what we think is better.
1: Um, when you look at Polaroids and iPhones, typically iPhones are more widely advertised nowadays. Um, however, when Polaroids are more widely available, that was the opposite. Um Polaroids are typically less expensive overall than an iPhone, but you have to take into account that with Polaroids, you need to constantly be um, purchasing more and more film to continue taking photographs on them. Um, I personally don't have a strong preference for either,
0: um, but let's see what the other members say. I was taking some uh, Polaroids earlier today, so I would say I'm more of a Polaroid Kind of person, but you know you can't go wrong with having iPhone photos because they're always at your fingertips, available to you. What do you guys think? What's your preference?
2: I agree with you because Polaroid. I feel like you have limited space, like by taking pictures. Because for Polaroid, you're able to like take a picture that sometimes will come out. They are able to see it. If you don't like it, you're able to take it again. Same thing as iPhone, but iPhone is a little more complicated to like like take a picture and let it come out. You're gonna have to print it and all that other stuff. So,
1: good point. Polaroids also take up a lot more space than an iPhone. iPhones tend to be on a single like gigabyte card basically, whereas Polaroids you have to print out every single individual photo.
0: And you're not guaranteed every single one is going to come out like Sean said. Mm -hmm. What about you, Aaron? Do you have a preference?
3: Um, Personally, I think um, iPhone is the best way. Now, Polaroids back then uh, were really useful with taking photos and everything. But iPhones now, Polaroids are only like a novelty nowadays. With iPhones, you're able to do a lot of things that you can't really do on Polaroids.
0: All right. What about MP3 versus vinyl? So I've recently been growing my vinyl collection. I've been enjoying listening to music on those big 12-inch discs. But, you know, for me, it's always the instantaneous of your Bluetooth just automatically connecting and playing the music. I always forget you got to flip over the vinyl disc or, like, stop it after the last song because the disc will continue to play. And I know, Aaron, you have your take on music versus vinyl. So what do you think?
3: Um, wait, are we doing, like, a CD or and vinyl?
0: Yeah, and combined, we're talking like discs, hard copies of music.
3: I think CDs are the best way to, um, to experience music. Now, records are also really good. Again, like Polaroids, it's like, um, it's like the novelty again. But unlike uh, Polaroids, vinyls are still really useful today. But CDs, I feel like they're easier to collect also. Um, normally, a regular vinyl would probably go around to thirty to almost fifty dollars, even higher. But CDs they usually go from maybe five to only twenty dollars. Also, I think vinyls are much more easier to scratch, unlike CDs. But I'm not entirely sure.
0: And they're much bigger, so it's like you have to have way more storage, and like where are going to put your vinyl? You have to make sure they're sitting up, otherwise they'll warp. Warp. But with CDs, you know, you can kind of be a little bit they they're a little bit more durable. Do yeah. you Oh, I saying? No, go ahead.
3: Huh. Um a plus with CDs is like you know how they come with like little booklets. I think that's a that's like a plus cuz you go look at something while um listening to the music. Well, with the vinyl, you, you do have a sleeve but it's like like a single double sided piece of paper, so
0: mm. like the artwork is kind of like the the plus to having a CD cuz you kind of get to take more away from the music.
3: Yeah. Also, don't they don't take up as much space?
0: Do either one? Do any of you guys have like a CD player, or any vinyl, or any tapes that you still listen to? Or,
1: um, I have a few.
0: You have a few. Uh, personally, me, I don't listen to it, but
2: uh, my dad, he does listen to it a lot, and yeah, it kind of gets on my nerves, but I don't really care. Yeah.
1: Also, a lot of, like, technology, like, um, CD, like, basically, readers used to be
0: very common in computers, but nowadays, you're starting to not really see them anymore. Definitely. Like, most cars don't have CD players anymore.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Also, oh, I want to say that um, speaking, like, about phone, listening to music on phones and, like, other streaming services, it's fine, but sometimes they um, do this thing, like, well, like, one like one side is like one like a few instruments, and the other side is like um like the voices. So when you like take out a neobud, it, it just ruins the experience. Unlike on, on vinyl and CDs, and also there's ads between them, so you can't really get the full experience of like a like an album like Dark Side of the Moon. You're listening to this, you're listening to this album like it's like the song's great, but then you get an ad, and it's just annoying. It kind of does the same thing with um vinyls; you have to flip it over, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So that's mostly why I think CDs are better.
0: That's a good point. So I guess our next topic is computer versus like board games or even just computer type games. Um, and Sean, I know you had a good take and you were talking mostly about um, sports gaming. Uh, so do you want to talk about your take on that?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, For sports, like, Like I don't know if this really counts as a sport, but like chess. Like chess and checkers. You could play online and like in person, but me personally, whenever I play like checkers, I like playing in person because I feel like you have like like um like jeez, I don't know what the like
0: Like, the pieces that you play? Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, I feel like I have more options than when I see online. Because, like, whenever you're playing online, you don't know what to do. Because there's probably better people than when you play in person. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then also, in person, you have to be playing with another human versus when you're online you can play against a computer or other people across the world so I think that changes things and also with like checkers and chess I feel like online it seems easier because it kind of gives you hints or suggestions on how to play whereas like a board game you have to either know how to play or really like read the instructions and then what happens if you lose some pieces
1: there's also like the con of like the board getting damaged
0: that part mm-hmm
3: for example of like like a spider man Monopoly board I got from a fluco once the board is like completely cut in half so I had to get a new one like that even like down the middle because I um, like put the two pieces together and it's still broken but works fine it's like torn up so that's another problem like cardboard boards and everything but the digital stuff like it's like it's like always perfect
0: mm-hmm Do you guys, like, have game nights with friends, like, where you play, like?
2: Uno. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could play online and in person. But me, I think I'm better in person because you get to look at your cars. By online, you're able to look at your cars, but you might, like, I'm not sure. Like, you might accidentally, like, slip up and press the wrong button. And then it
0: throws the wrong car down. Yeah. Something about having like the physical thing there to hold. Mm-hmm. What kind What kind of gamer are you in Game Night? Are you the type of person that would flip the board game over or are you kind of calm and collected? Depends. It depends. See, if we're playing an intense game of Uno, I might be the person to throw my cards.
3: <laughs> and also you don't have to shuffle the, um, the Uno code when you're like
0: online on a computer. Is it for you? Do you guys know how to shuffle cards? No. No, I have no idea how to. No. Yes. Yeah. Can you do like the bridge motion? I can't do that, but I can shuffle. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite thing to do. I'm the type, I like to shuffle and deal the cards. All right. I mean, is there anything else that we want to talk about? So if you were to choose, I know we mentioned this at the top of the, top of the episode, but analog or digital, and where do you think we're going with that? Do you think there's ever going to be a time where CDs... Board games, vinyl, Polaroids—all of that is going to be obsolete, and we just kind of move into a very digital space. Or do you think that those are things that um, are here to stay?
3: It's hard to say because, speaking of like, like vinyl, everything—it's been around for almost hundreds of years. I don't know even hundreds, but you know what I mean. So
0: probably like sixty years, seventy.
3: I assume. I assume so. So, oh,
0: because you had the sty the styrographs. Okay, you're 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 right. Yeah. Look so, at me. So bad taking historian. Away,
3: so taking away something that's been around for almost hundreds of years is it would make zero sense. Besides, people are still like buying it. Like, I feel like like almost a thousand of them would be produced like or like bought, like every day. I would assume so. And if they're making so much money, why take it away and just have people stream it for free? Well, you get well, you get no money. I feel like you get less money from the streaming on something.
0: Yeah, that's true. The value of it kind of goes up. I feel like as long
1: as companies are making profit out of it, are they really going to cut it out entirely? Right, and if
0: there's people that want to buy it, it just seems like there might not be.
3: And they also think the problem is with um, taking that stuff away is, well, a lot of people are like... I'm, I, I'm basically saying that... Um, what was I going to say? Like... It's the way it was started out as, like, like board games. If it started out, like, with, like, a box full of pieces and a board, and that's how people still play today, I don't understand how they would, they would take it away either.
0: Yeah. What do you think the first board game ever invented was?
3: Probably chess. Probably
0: chess. Probably chess.
3: Yeah, it's so simple.
0: Or, like, Mancala. That's a very old game that goes back to, like, Africa um, and... Uh, I think some Asian cultures also had a very f- similar game, and uh, like islands in the Caribbean had a similar type of game. So I would say those two probably are quite, quite old.
3: What, the first band? The first band? Yeah, they've got like a go vinyl. What do you think?
0: Mm, I don't even know what the first thing ever recorded on vinyl is. We should have looked that up. <laughs> Luckily, we have technology to help us out. We can ask Google or Dun 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 AI. Oh, and I
3: also forgot to mention one more thing. What the internet goes out one day, you can't play online with anyone anymore. You won't be able to stream this music anymore. So what are you going to do then with all this stuff? So why not just have it there and just, I don't know, just just use it instead of digital stuff? Because imagine, like, you buy all these movies on, like, Amazon or something, and one day the internet goes out, you have no movies to watch
0: or no shows anymore. So think about that. And then you become quite popular because you're the person that can provide the entertainment for the folks who only relied on the internet. Yes, um, I looked it up. I don't know what it was, but the oldest
1: music record produced was created by Emil Berliner in 1889. Wow,
0: that's pretty cool.
3: Now I wonder what the mo- what the best song record is. What? The best selling record, like
0: what the best selling record is, yeah.
3: I don't know, it's probably Dark Side of the Moon, I it, guess.
0: It could be, or it might be some like classic, I don't know.
3: It's probably it has to be like one of the like, more classic bands from the 60s or 70s. It has to be,
0: it could be. Uh, this is kind of off
2: topic, but we talk about like a goat conversation, like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, or LeBron and MJ, like, how their play style was, their competition, and all that.
0: Yeah, and we were talking about that the other day. Like, if we were playing them on a video game and I said, like, if I was to play as MJ and you were to play as LeBron, Sean, you said that LeBron would still win. Even if I, like, you know, gave them all, like, the the best free throw and the best offense and defense,
2: or, like, like say if they both played in their prime, like, like 2000, like 2000, I'll say 2009 through 2018 for LeBron and 2000, I mean, not 2000, like 1993 and 1996,
0: MJ. Yeah. I still vote MJ. I don't know. Maybe because Space Jam. <laughs> But LeBron was in the new Space Jam, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, it wasn't really that great.
0: You don't think so? Nah, it wasn't. Really I haven't great. seen it yet. I thought it was... I, know, I think it was good. It was <laughs> good. Yeah, really think good. The was new bad. one came
3: out like, a few years ago, I think. Like,
0: yeah, I have hmm. yet to see it. I still <laughs> vote the original there was Space
1: Jam.
3: Yeah, there was all better. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I still um before that over the new one. Also, speaking of sports games, I'm, I'm not really a big fan of those. And remember I got like a baseball game once, like from Redbox, if anyone remembers what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Redbox. I played it for a little bit. I did, I did not understand how to play it. Because mm. I, don't, I don't know. It seems too confusing to me doing it.
0: That. Yeah, I'm, I don't really know much about how baseball works, but I know the games are long. You hit a ball. There, and you run the bases.
3: And sometimes you hit somebody with the ball. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you can slide.
1: That's funny.
3: The best part of baseball is sliding.
0: Well, all right, friends. Do we have anything else we want to add to this conversation about analog versus digital? Nothing I know of. I actually do have one more topic. Like, I want to know what you guys think about, like, AI in all of the categories that we talked about, like, in videos or music or games? How do you feel AI fits into, like, where we're headed, especially in this conversation about analog versus digital?
2: I mean, AI could take over or it can't. I mean, like, like for, like, one point, um, like working like if you're in a restaurant AI could like like have like a robot or whatever comes to your table and like you could like like at mcdonald's you're able to like put in whatever food you are you could put in your credit card
0: like you know the thing that you're mm-hmm. able to like like the touchscreen stuff here mm-hmm. yeah, that or what even about like making music so how would that affect artists or people who like to create
3: I don't think um AI could do, like, this, like, I'm not, I don't really think that AI could, like, master the perfection of what your music is now. Because it can not only do that, but it's it keeps improving every single day. So maybe at one point, it'll just take over, like, the music business. So they won't need any artists. Like, I wa- I listened to this album, a Pink Floyd one, but I realized it's not official. It's just AI generated. And mm, I didn't yeah. even know it. So that scares me, thinking that one day these bands, these singles, all this stuff, is probably not going to be around anymore because of AI. And I feel like AI is good for a lot of things. Sometimes, like, improving artwork. Look, I, I a lot of people say that it's not very really good for artwork, but from what I did, I think it's pretty good. And they also say it's, like, stealing artwork, which I also don't really agree with. Mm-hmm. It, gets, it could be good at some points, but AI generating music or, like, making like scripts or something that i don't think it's really that good i don't think it's to do that because then it's taking away someone's job
1: i've never been like particularly fond of ai in general um a lot of the like we had to use ai i'm pretty sure for school once um and the chats that it was like responding with just weren't it didn't make sense it was contradicting itself um and going back to the art And the stealing art, it actually does steal a lot of small artists' work. Um, And some websites where you can upload art have started taking the basically creator's artwork without permission and sending it off to AI.
0: Um, So I'm just not that fond of AI in general. Yeah, I agree. That's one of the reasons why I dislike it, because it takes, steals art from artists. And it also kind of moves us away from like, the humanity side of art, like the person-to-person connection from the person who is like taking something that they're feeling or expressing to share with us. And then like, now we have things that are so instantaneous and it's more like consume, 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 but there's not that much feeling behind it. And I don't think you can, the AI is not going to be able to generate that sort of feeling because it's not real, but
3: that's my take. I feel like, um, as yes, I, I feel like feeling already existing artwork that someone's done online into an AI isn't really that like, great. I don't see the problem with, um, up, like, like, oh, you have not uploaded yet. Like, putting it through an AI to make it look better. I don't see the problem with that. And, it's, not, it's technically not stealing it since you're the one giving it to it and uh, it's, it's your own. And also, that, about that chatbot, I don't know which one you're using, but those one I do use and it's, um, Pretty good, but I could understand why AI chats won't be that great in like all of them because like a million websites or apps they could use for it.
0: Mm. Yep, so I think we have reached the end of our conversation on analog versus digital. This is Talking Tunes, and my name is Glenish Johns, and I'm joined by our co hosts, Sean, Ray, Aaron. Thank you guys.
3: Thank you for listening to Speak Up, a podcast project with Scranton Fringe Festival in partnership with the Black Scranton Project and Park Multimedia. For more information about Scranton Fringe, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, or go to our website,
0: ScrantonFringe.org. You can binge all of our audio shows at AtlantaFringe.org fringe audio or wherever you enjoy your podcasts.